1: From Myanmar to the United States, their dreams and hopes for a world without violence and a world where every woman and girl can be whoever she wants to be. Hosted by Amina Rasul Bernardo, President of the Philippine Center for Islam and Democracy. This is She Talks Peace. Salam,
2: salam, dear listeners. This is Amina Rasul of the Philippine Center for Islam and Democracy greeting you from Manila. It's uh, getting cooler in the Philippines. It's late November. Christmas is coming up. And you know what? The Philippines is a fantastic place to visit uh, in December. Did you know that the Philippines has the longest Christmas season, I think, in the world? When the month ends in R, so that means September, you already hear carols on the air and the malls start fixing up the lighting and uh, putting up Christmas decorations. So come and visit us in, uh, in the Philippines this December. But anyway, a few weeks ago, October 30, in the Philippines, we held the Sangguniang Kabataan Elections. The Sanggunian Kabataan, Sanggunian is Filipino for council. Kabataan is Filipino for youth. And we actually elect youth representatives here in the Philippines at the village level, and they represent young people at the village council. So they're local government officials. The Sanggunian Kabataan, they're supposed to make sure that the aspirations of youth, the needs of youth are answered by the adult councils. Now, what even makes it more interesting, after the village councils are elected, so there's one chair and it's got council members, all of the chairs of the uh, Sangguniang Kabataan, they elect a representative at the town level or the city level and that elected person becomes a member of the adult council, town council, or uh, city council. And then they gather and they elect a representative who becomes the representative at the provincial board level. And not content with that, our law requires that all of these chairs will elect a national A representative, a national president, and that person sits in the National Youth Commission as an ex officio commissioner to represent all of the elected young people all over the country. So this much awaited uh, election means there's going to be a lot of changes in uh, representation at the town, city, village, provincial. Uh, councils and in the National Youth Commission as well. Now, I'm mentioning the National Youth Commission uh, to you because I have uh, a really exciting guest today who used to be one of the commissioners in the National Youth Commission. And I'm very sure that when he was at the National Youth Commission, he also looked at the uh, Sangguniang Kabataan and uh, probably looked at how the roles of young people in these elected councils could really be improved, you know, given a little bit more direction so that uh, these young elected leaders can really contribute to the skills development of young people, to possibility of employment, and more important, to actually participating in the decision-making process. Of government. So, for this episode, my dear friends, my very special guest—I am sure that all Filipinos are very familiar with him. He is a very strong advocate for the youth. His name is Jose Sixto G. Dantes III, but all Filipinos know him as Dingdong. He is one of the Philippines' most versatile and accomplished artists boasting a career spanning over three decades from modeling and performing to hosting, acting, would you believe directing and producing films through his own studio, Agosto Dos Pictures. Ding Dong's multifaceted talents have left an indelible mark on the entertainment industry. I was just browsing his name. And I came across a list of awards that he's won for best actor, for director. I mean, he's done so much, but beyond the limelight, Ding Dong is, would you believe, a major in the Philippine Marine Corps, Hmm. serving as a reservist in the Philippine Navy. Now, I wonder what made him do that. He is also the founder and chair of the Yes Pinoy Foundation, dedicated to empowering Filipinos fostering responsible citizen participation, and promoting resilience. Having served as commissioner of the National Youth Commission, Ding Dong focused on crucial areas such as education, climate action, and disaster resilience. He is also an advocate of social entrepreneurship and a known nation builder, in fact, you know, this um, previous election, you know, he actually came up with a really nice video, quite uh, heartwarming, really. It happened to be Mother's Day. And he spoke so warmly about the role of a mother, the role of his mother, the role of his wife in nurturing, you know, children, the strength of mothers in the rural areas who even if they had nothing, would make sure that the children are safe, they're fed, they're protected. And he said, as a father of children and as a husband, he supports the strength of mothers. And because he values the role of mothers, it would show in his vote. He would vote so that he could help the community find leaders who would support mothers. Can you imagine that? So, welcome to She Talks Peace, Commissioner Ding Dong Dantes. Hello.
3: Good evening, Mama Amina, Chair Amina. Magandang gabi. Uh, Good evening to all um, the listeners and everyone watching uh, in this podcast. I'm I'm so happy to be here, Mama Amina. I just want to say that um, when we saw each other um, at the airport, yeah, a couple of weeks back or months back. Sobrang right. excited po. Kasi po, nagkaroon po, ng, ano, nagkaroon po ng muka yung pangalan na parati ko po pong narinig magmula noon. I don't know po if if you recall uh, Gerald Ortiz, one of yes. my mentors. Parati po niya kayong kinikwento sa akin uh, na kayo po... Um, kayo po mismo, Mama Mina, ng National Youth Commission and w- when i met you finally uh, during that um, that event in the airport sabi ko, sobrang saya ko po. and i'm so happy to see you again ma'am
2: so am i commissioner dingdong i haven't seen gerald in such a long time and it's i think it's time to get together again and find out what he's trying to do for for young people but anyway dingdong You know, the elections, the SK elections just just passed. Do you think that the young Filipinos are still engaged? I have this feeling sometimes that, you know, our young people seem to live in a virtual world of their own. And I'm wondering, can we really get them to engage and help our government make the right decisions? Ma'am, ma'am, I, I, the
3: answer is definitely yes. Uh, I, I think the the spirit of um, wanting to per- participate in nation building has always been yes. there. I think it is still very, very much alive right now, uh, considering the turnout of um, the people and the young people interested in this uh, in this position, especially in the past elections. And uh, I'm just happy to see that right now there are more platforms wherein. They are able to showcase and uh, exemplify their their vision, their platform, uh, so to speak, in general, mm-hmm. um, in order to contribute to to nation building. Yeah, just to to give a, a brief context, ma'am, um, um, I, I just wanna also share how important uh, this is uh, to me because during m- my time when when I was commissioner in the La- yes. national commission, we were assigned. To oversee the IRR of uh, the SK reform bill.
2: Um, oh yes.
3: Before that, it was really very very controversial. Because after its abolition, many people were saying that it is not necessary. That is the avenue for, for young people to become a corrupt early, oh, early yes. in their careers, in their leadership careers. Um, pero ako po personally naniniwala po ako na hindi po talaga pwedeng mawala yun eh kasi hindi po pwedeng mawala ang uh, ang representation lalong-lalo
1: mm-hmm.
3: ang kabataan pagdating sa decision making and especially sa governance pagdating po sa sa community level ni po nabanggit nyo nga kanina umaakyat nga po yung yung rules nila ilang po sa barangay right. po yan sa, sa provincial level sa city level yeah. even national level and I think it, it's really very very important that's why fa- thanks to our lawmakers who, who pushed for it during that time and um, we we really pushed for the very very crucial implementing rules and regulations at that time and not to mention everything but uh, I, I want to talk about one very very specific uh, provision which we really zeroed in and mm-hmm. that's about provision of the participation especially for climate action and disaster yeah. Oh yes, uh, So, masaya po kami na napasa magpuyon because to give you also a, a quick background, when the SK uh, law wasn't passed uh, yet, we were pushing for youth participation in all levels of mm-hmm. uh, uh, governance, especially at least at the barangay level. Um, we were passing resolutions wherein dapat meron po kahit isang youth representative na nakaupo sa disaster council para kapag nagkaroon ng kahit anumang sakuna i-represented e po yung kabataan kasi naniniwala po kami na mahalagang ano mahalagang role po ng ng ating kabataan mm-hmm. dating po dito sa sa mga ganitong usapin um maybe not 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 only for their their physical contribution but maybe more more for uh, the ideas, maybe, maybe more for the ideas and the creative uh, executions that they may contribute especially um with their proficiency sa social media, mm-hmm. especially at that time. So, right. po, po na uh, while pushing for that um, on, on all levels, eh, on the side, we po na naipasa rin po yung SK Reform uh, Bill, uh, which is what we're, uh, what we're experiencing right now.
2: Yeah. You know what, Ding Dong? Um, more than 20 years ago, when I was still organizing the National Youth Commission, I was invited to speak at the UN General Assembly because it was the 10th anniversary of the international uh, youth year. And I mentioned about the Sangguniang Kabataan, how in the Philippines, young people actually have share of power because uh, dear listeners, you know, our youth councils, do you know that they have a share of the budget of government? So they actually have the money to implement projects that will serve the needs of uh, their community, of their of the youth in their community. And at the UN, I mentioned how this is probably the only country in the world that has elected youth uh, councils with real power and i'm really glad uh, ding dong that you had a chance in really pushing for the SK reform because you're right you know the corruption even during my my time as chair of the national youth commission when we'd hear about the the corruption that uh, actually already infiltrated the youth council yung mga SK natin that was really so discouraging but you know we have a law so okay you're reforming the SKs but do you really think that we can kind of neutralize and change the environment that has been years and years in the making? May bayan? Can we turn time back? Hi. <laughs> hey. Uh,
3: well, if our basis uh, right now is the reformed uh, SK law, I, I I really believe in it because I I think there were enough safeguards uh, put into place. Um, So that yung mga kabataan po natin ay hindi po, ayaw, ayaw ko nga po sabihin umabuso eh. Pero maabuso kasi maaring mm-hmm. hindi lang po silang yung umaabuso dahil marami pong external forces din. So with regards to the spirit of the law, I really mm-hmm. believe it. And mm-hmm. ang, sa lahat naman po talaga ay nasa implementation and nasa monitoring. And I think it really needs a whole-of-nation approach to monitor this um so as long as we support um youth participation and um youth in governance so that hindi lang ma dis- disenfranchise po ang mga kabataan napakarami pong kabataan nating may potential eh naniniwala po ako na mayro po talaga siyang magandang pupuntahan at kapag na-address din yung mga yung mga dati pong pain points at dating problema nung nakaraan yun naman po yung mahalaga
2: yeah you're absolutely right dapat if you are talking about yung A push, mo, and I think you succeeded because now you mga local councils uh, have actually passed legislation, local uh, legislation that uh, allows a young person to sit in the DRRM councils, right? And that's really great because you know, ding-dong, Every time there's um, a disaster, uh, because of uh, you know, climate change is is really affecting us already. But women and children are the ones who are most affected every time there's a disaster. So it's really a great idea to have a young person on the councils. What would their role be? What can they do when they sit in the DRRM uh, councils?
3: Um b- before the the SK kasi po nung wala pa pong SK, yun po yung vacuum. Yun yung may kakulangan na wala pong umuupo na kabataan doon sa, sa council. Um that's why we were advocating for that because we believe that number 1 um just for representation um I, I i think the young people could give a a a different perspective with regards to what's really happening on the ground with regards to the issues that affect them um mm-hmm. when, when, when we talk about food security when it, we we talk about um their needs right. uh, you you mentioned women and children tama po yun naniniwala po ako most vulnerable po Ang women and children, lalong po pagdating ng ganyan po mga sakuna. And uh, it's always good to have that uh, fresh perspective uh, when it comes to decision-making. And um, the fact that they're part of that also empowers them to participate in uh, whatever efforts the community has. Pagdating po man, sabihin po man natin sa, sa relief, pagdating po man sa rescue, kung anong po man. Pero lalong lalung na po sa, sa communication, sa palagay ko. Dahil alam naman po natin ngayon, talagang very much uh, active ang ating mga kabataan at young people pagdating po sa social media. Even I am still surprised up to this day with regards mm-hmm. to how technology is evolving. And yes. um, during that time, my youngest sister was even the one informing me of these developments. Uh, at the time, I was mga in, in my mid-30s, sabi ko, ah may pala, hindi ko alam. She was not even 20 back then. Mm-hmm. And then she was lecturing me, Kuya, ganito yan, ito yan, ito, ah, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, hindi ko alam. Not that we don't know, but maybe, you know, the, the, the fact that um, technology evolves so fast, sila po yung nasa, nasa onset parate, you know, to catch these trends and to catch these uh, tools that, uh, that we can use. And I think that that's where uh, the young people play a very, very important and vital role with regards to contributing. I don't even want to say decision-making po muna, but I, I mm. always want the word contribute because yeah. the fact that you you were asked, the fact that, you know, you're there, malaking bagay na po yun. Kasi pag sinabing, oh, ano ang take ng kabataan natin dito? Check, okay tayo dito. So, yeah. yun na po, malaking bagay na po sa decision ng isang governance structure in general.
2: Yeah. You know, with regards to, to that area, uh, number one, the Philippines seems to be one of the most active, if not the most active, in uh, social media. Toto Bayon. TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. In fact, I think in some countries, there are some groups that are upset with Filipinos because <laughs> we can be we can be trollers. And, uh, you know, in some circles, we have this reputation uh, we might be ganging up on somebody that, you know, we don't, that the community doesn't like. But this brings me to the other point. The Philippines has a big population of young people. And our young people, like you said, are very savvy in technology. They're the ones who are really driving our engagement in social media. But think, sometimes I worry that our government doesn't really have guardrails and the uh, young people get sucked into into areas na, that endangers them. Classic, because I'm from uh, Muslim Mindanao and we worry about recruitment online, especially the recruitment of young people and young women by violent extremist groups. Yes. And, it looks like the extremist groups, they really know how to target the young people, how to hook them. And the problem is our government seems to be clueless in doing something about it. So that's one area that affects young people from my part of the world. In uh, the rest of the country, this, uh, this idea about uh, young people getting sucked into pornography and and other areas, and before you know it, they get really uh, uh, sucked into the the rabbit hole. And I cannot see our national government doing something that can protect our young people. When you were in the National Youth Commission, were they already talking about what to do to at least protect our young people from these uh, predators and? Uh, extremists who try to recruit them online?
3: During the time when, when I was there, ma'am, uh, it was around 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, iba po po yung issue noon. Dahil yeah. sa sobra po talagang bilis ng development ng technology. Oh yes. Uh, iba po talaga yung mga nagiging usapin nun. In fact, one of the top issues during that time uh, was teenage pregnancy. Drugs, of course, uh, nandyan po yan. Uh, pero parang-parang uh, pagbibigay po ako ng halimbawa I think depende rin po sa circumstance at uh, sa turn of events with regards to what's happening around just a few months in uh when 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 I was commissioner uh, my focus then was education but then at that time umasok na po yung mga malalaking bagyo sa atin and then we shifted focus immediately we were mm. uh, agile enough to shift the focus um even if it was part of already of the Philippine Youth National Plan na ito'y budget lot dito, pero ito yung pangangilangan nung time na yun. But then we were fast enough to shift the focus to climate resilience mm-hmm. and preparedness. So my point is, nagbabago po siya from, from time right. to time. Right. And right now, you, you are right. The, the online presence is really very, very strong. And if the question is, do we have enough safeguards? Personally, I would like to believe that there are very very good people in government that mm-hmm. uh, are thinking of these safeguards right now. In fact, I was just listening to um, a, a podcast this morning, and the, the speaker was, see, si Mark Zuckerberg himself talking mm. to see si Andrew Uberman, and he said that, um, talagang you know by design, okay, um, mayroon po talaga mga algorithms pagdating sa mga and right. even these tech companies are trying their best. To, to put on these safeguards. Sila na po ang ano ah, Nag, nag-originate na po sa kanila itong, itong ano na to, mga platforms na to. At kahit mm-hmm. sila, nagugulat sila sa kabilisan ng, ng pag-evolve nitong mga, nitong mga issues natin na ito. Do they have enough safeguards? I'm not really sure. But like in our home, we make sure to practice that. Even if we say that, let's say YouTube or TikTok, uh, has a feature wherein children cannot watch this certain content. That's right. Yeah. Wala po kami bilang magulang, hindi po tayo sure kung for some yes. reason ay pumasok yun sa screens nila. Wala po tayong control don. Um, absolute control. But what we have control over is that, you know, we can we can educate our children uh, among among our ranks na eto ha, ito talaga yung values natin. Siguraduhin niyo na kapag may ganito kayong ma-encounter, make sure that, you know, this is something that we don't like. So, I think, bu- bukod lang po sa, sa sa government safeguards, mahalaga rin po ang safeguard na iniiwan natin sa ating mga tahanan. Kaya mahalagang mahalaga pa rin po talaga yung ating values as a family, yung values as a community. If we believe that not everything is uh, based online, mas magkakaroon po tayo ng kanya-kanyang roles in strengthening that you know, that that uh, that guard kumbaga sa mga unwanted situations especially if we have uh, let's say baka kaibigan 'di ba yung mga mga taong nagpapaalala parate pero mahalagang mahalaga po ang ang role ng mga magulang lalong-lalo na po sa mga tahanan to really set uh, these values to set these uh, safeguards and structures na ito yung mga talaga dapat at natin. But again, to, to go back to, to my, my answer with regards to what governments, I, I sincerely hope and believe that we have good people in government um, who are working hard to, to have these safeguards. Maybe because of bureaucracy, maybe because of, siguro, baka it takes time, baka lang hindi maka-keep up masyado. Pero kailangan kailangan po talaga natin yan. In fact, I, I just read an article, uh, final point po, just before this, wherein there's a proposal to expand the mandate of the MTRCB. Uh, mm. Even go into uh, screening online content. Um, I don't know where that is right now in terms of policy and in terms of, uh, I don't know if it's going to be an executive uh, play or maybe mm-hmm. a up will act later on. but the fact that there is a conversation about it gives us a good signal that, okay, napag-uusapan na ngayon. And I think kailangan ng kailangan po talaga mapag-usapan at least.
2: All that thought, Ding Dong, because we need to talk a little bit more about the role of... Uh the movie industry and uh, the fact that our government has too many old people, not enough young <laughs> ones, because old people don't understand social media like me, for instance. But before we go into that, uh, dear listeners, I hope you're enjoying this conversation as much as I am. And uh, just in case you have any questions, comments uh, for Dingdong Dantes or ideas, uh, suggestions, do. Email us. Send in your thoughts to our email address, she Talks Peace podcast at gmail.com or our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram accounts at
1: SheTalksPeace. Don't forget to give us a follow. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
2: I'm really glad you talked about the role of the MTRCB because uh, unlike I think uh, other countries, the MTRCB actually has a guideline, right? Um, to protect values of uh, of family. So there are some safeguards that have been placed by our government through the uh, movie and television um review. Board, How do you think the MTRCB can actually help in uh, monitoring? Because that's going to require a lot of resources, Ding Dong. Does the MTRCB have that kind of resource to help monitor social media content?
3: Exactly, ma'am. Um, this is my personal take on, on this whole um, issue. The, the industry, per se, is, is so big. It is huge. Hmm. Yeah. that enforcing that is just one part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, monitoring is just one part of it, but there are also many aspects uh, to it that uh, should be talked about with regards to the development of the whole industry. Because when we talk about the enforcement of these safeguards, simply mm-hmm. we also have to talk about uh, how to develop the industry as, as, as a whole. Because mm-hmm. right now, ma'am, Um, the industry has many different agencies governing our our craft. There's the NTRCB, there is the the FDCP, etc. So, parang naisip ko lang po, and and I envision what if there's just one singular uh, government uh, entity or government uh, body which monitors, which governs everything that has to do with the industry. And then it becomes stronger with regards to development with regards to enforcement and also with regards to all the things that are related to that kasi on its own it's really going to be a challenge kasi po sa mga movie producer halimbawa po mommy mga movie producers po natin dahil wala na pong masyadong nanonood at pumupunta sa mga sinihan. kumokonti mm-hmm. na po yung mga ano kumokonti na po yung nagpo-produce therefore kumokonti na rin po yung mga nagkakaroon ng trabaho Although we're grateful that we still have our networks, our TV networks who really supply jobs, uh, especially for television. Super, I, I, I am a product of GMA Network, uh, proud mm-hmm. to say that I'm a capuso. You're a So I've been with them for uh, over 20 years and uh na, grabe po yung natulong nila sa akin as an artist sa buong buhay ko but of course moving forward marami pa pong ibang platforms eh. to be specific yung mga pelikula po natin i, I think we really need um, tax breaks and dami pong mga kailangan so the point is kung marami po moving parts eh kanya-kanya po yung galaw at kanya-kanya po yung yung request ito po yung kailangan namin the 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 workers also have issues um, kailangan po ng workers ng ganitong protection, etc. But with one one singular, strong umbrella agency that governs everything, I think it's it's going to be more effective. And that's my personal take. And when we talk about enforcement, mas mapag-uusapan kasi mas centralized na po lahat ng interests. When we talk about development, nandiyan na po lahat ng stakeholders. Present na po lahat ng stakeholders in one council. When we talk about anything that 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 is related to that eh, nandun nando na po nandun na po lahat hindi na po natin kailangan hagilapit kung sansan but i i also want to give a, a a shout out and i i really respect of of course the ones uh, who are handling it right now because alam ko pong mahirap po yung trabaho nila alam ko nagtatrabaho rin po sa gobyerno for for quite some time and minsan the idea is and the, the idea, the spirit, and intention is always there. The problem really is in the execution because we have to go through so many layers and so many levels of bureaucracy. And um, sana, you know, ito yung mga bagay na pwede nating um, mabawasan para yes. mas ma, po ang, ang, ang implementation at progress. Uh, but of course, without, uh, without taking away the safeguards, of course, mm-hmm. ng mga Pong mga panukala and um, and the policies and, and movements.
2: Yeah. You know, th- earlier I was just saying that I think one of the problems we have is the fact that uh, government is really dominated by old people. Old people who are not in tune with uh, the fast pace of technology, mm-hmm. with the problems that come up because of the fast pace of technology, So they're sort of divorced from the aspirations and the ideas of of young people. Classic case. Let's look at the United States, right? The two leading contenders for running for president for the Democrats, Joe Biden, who's like over 80 years old. And then you've got Trump, who will be 80 uh, very, very soon. So two really old people. And what has happened in uh, the United States, if you see it, young people are coming up quite angry about the way government is is being run because they don't see it as really responding to what they need. And you know, in the Philippines, at least uh, President Bongbong Marcos is younger <laughs> than President Duterte, so I'm hoping that his attitude is uh, different. And it looks like it is different from. Uh, the the former president. But I worry that young people look at government and see something divorced from them. And if young people are not participating in decision-making by government, they're not really acting like good citizens then you're going to have a problem within the society because your government is going to do what, what mm. government always does, which is really to make sure that government stays stable. But then the problems of the majority, which are young, are going to remain unaddressed. So mm. the Sanggunian Kabataan and the National Youth Commission in this particular situation, they, they really play a, a critical part. But Ding Dong, i really you know, i know you're very optimistic about this but when i look at how young people are reacting uh, to certain uh, critical issues i don't see the engagement so i wanted to ask you because i know the movie industry is tremendously influential in shaping uh, attitudes in engaging people and a lot of young people are still very much into into movies, what can actors and directors like you? What can the movie industry really do to get young people out of their shell and back into, you know, making their governments work, you know, work for them? The problem I sometimes uh, when you talk about advocacy in movies, it's, it doesn't really make money. <laughs> <laughs> is there any way, for instance, that the movie industry can uh, encourage indie films and make that popular? Is that possible, Ding Dong? Y-
3: yes, I, I think it, it, it is still possible. Um, if, if the goal is really to engage and um, set that fire for young people to participate in governance and nation building, mm-hmm. I think that there are many ways. But you mentioned a very, very important uh, platform, which is. Uh, media i i, I want to say media in general yes because uh, movies is just one part of it uh, mm-hmm. ma'am i right now i'm seeing media as a whole uh, kasama na po ang television kasama mm-hmm. na po ang tablado, kasama na rin po ang social media kasi dati pag sinabi mong media try media tv radio and print ad
1: mm-hmm. ngayon
3: multi na po talaga print. Na, ang oh, print. <laughs> napakarami na po <laughs> definitely our hope is for the young people to engage in all levels um, as inspired by these platforms. Sa pelicula po, um, I always regard uh, us and us actors as uh, the nation's storytellers. So we tell uh, the stories of uh, what's really happening uh, about us, what's happening to our nation given the present context. Regardless po kung period po yan. Kasi kung gagawa ka ng kwento, gusto mong makarelate yung tao ngayon. Hindi yung makarelate yung tao for 50 years. Maybe may mensahe. Mm-hmm. Pero yung mensahe na yun ay timeless. And when we talk about timeless um, messages, these are mostly messages about values. Which yes. should be at the core of of, of all uh, people. So. Right. Kung gumagawa po ko ng pelikula, Sinisik, ako personally I cannot answer for for everyone. Yung mga pinipili ko pong pelikula ay yung mga meron talagang sinasabi tungkol sa kasalukuyan. Mm-hmm. Sin, may sinasabi tungkol sa lipunan and it hopefully could serve as an eye opener um, to the, the viewers, to the audience kung ano ang take nila dito, not necessarily to spoon feed what we want to say, pero ito yung ito yung scenario ah. So what do you think about it? Most importantly, it should spark an interest and a call to action after watching it. That's why I really find documentaries very powerful. I find uh, social media influencers very powerful. Television is very, very powerful mm-hmm. because ito po yung mga platform na libre, na napapanood mm-hmm. natin. And Facebook, kahit walang data, nakikip, napapanood nyo po yan. Yeah, uh, Kahit wala po kayong internet, And it's a very, very powerful tool and platform because ito po yung pwedeng gamitin to send uh, across positive messages about these things. Mm -hmm. Kaya nalulungkot ako kapag ginagamit sa for the wrong reasons.
2: Right.
3: Mahalaga po talaga na may incorporate natin yung gusto nating sabihin whenever we want to put out something in social media, not just for the likes, not just for the monetary returns. But ultimately, for what it can do to your children, what it can do to your community, and what it can do to your country. So, sana po, parati, yun yung nasa utak. Although, ano naman po, um, sometimes guilty tayo because hmm. it can also be a space for us to just express. That's Pero true. minsan, minsan kasi, um, it can go towards so many ano, parang ways and so many other emotions that can also be very, very dangerous and sometimes also insightful. Kaya sana gusto natin eh, talagang responsabling paggamit ng mga platforms na ito. Kaya nga, kaya nga po ang pelikula eh, very meticulously done because mm-hmm. don't just broadcast a story uh, using one finger and one click. It is mm-hmm. edited. It is performed. Many other artists are involved in um, uh, in bringing to life a story. So, kaya very, very, uh, very, very important po ang, ang role ng isang storyteller with regards to a platform, whether it be in, in the movie industry or television or social media or radio. Um,
2: right.
3: And Spotify, like 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 this one, yeah, ma'am, where you're having right. this conversation. So, yeah. napakalaga po talaga.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, by the way, uh, Ding Dong, um, talking about, Actors and in the, the industry as storytellers. Mm-hmm. I want to find out more about the story behind that really great video that you prepared <laughs> on Mother's Day uh, that coincided with with the election season. So what was the story there? Oh, by the way, uh, listeners, go on YouTube and just type in Ding Dong Dante's Mother's Day video and you'll see what I mean. So what's the story there Dingdong? Why did you feel compelled to make that uh, that video, that message?
3: I may not be able to talk about the real context of
2: uh <laughs> Okay. You know,
3: but I can talk about uh, my feelings and and maybe my position during that time. Um, number 1, meron po ako talagang empathy pagdating sa syempre sa ating mga mga nanay, sa role ng na mga nanay. Meron po akong recognition pagdating sa role. Yung totoong context po nun ay yung role ng mga magulang, sa totoo lang, sa pagtaguyod ng isang tahanan. And mm-hmm. at that time, it was Mother's Day. I wa- really wanted to highlight the role of mothers, the role of my mother, the role of my wife uh, in, in building the family. Uh, I think by sending that message, it could also relate to uh, a bigger community or a bigger mm-hmm. scenario or context. And uh, that's one. Uh, it was really rooted uh, from compassion. Compassion po sa babae, kababaihan, yung akin nanay, yung asawa sa buhay ko. rooted sa empathy din ng ating mga, in a way, ating mga kababayan. Pero anyway, yun yung takeaway ng iba. But ang kinailangan kong ma-insert po doon ay yung creativity on how to send mm-hmm. message. message. Uh, whether um, outright derechahan or through a, a poem or a narrative I, I'm, I'm so happy to, to say that before that, I, I discussed this amongst friends. Mm-hmm. Ano ba yung issues natin? How do we want to celebrate Mother's Day? Especially in, in the context of uh, the coming national elections. And because of the creativity of uh, yung sa puso na namin, mm-hmm. especially puso ko, ito yung lubabas. But more importantly, it was the commitment to to stick to these values na para sa akin I, I stand by these values and i think especially during that time na itong aking take dito sa mga nangyayari dito so yun yun pero ang totoong kwento diyan ay eh, marami pa pero yun <laughs> yung sa, sa oras na ito.
2: we'll have a private discussion about, uh, about that but it was really a, a remarkable and heartwarming uh, message and i think it may have actually touched uh, some of those or many of those who saw the video to make the right decision during the election. But anyway, Ding Dong Dantes, before we end our uh, our show uh, with you, we have a lot of listeners and we have got a, a good number who are teenagers and a uh, lot of young professionals. What would be your, your message, um, to our listeners, ding-dong, what is your message for, for the young and uh, the need for them to help make a better world? Number
3: one, always have compassion. Always have compassion towards uh, people, towards your, your fellow human beings. Um, kahit gano'n kasi tayo kagaling minsan, um, hindi dapat mawala yung empathy natin uh, patungo sa ating, sa ating mga kapwa sa ating mga kapatid, sa ating mga kaibigan, kapamilya, kapuso, hindi hindi po pwedeng mawala yan. And ako nararamdaman ko po ito na ma- parang mas magaling po talaga yung mga yung mga mga kabataan ngayon kaysa sa atin. 'Di ba? So sana gamitin po nila yung kagalingan nila, yon, gamitin nila yung kanilang creativity to solve the problems of the world. Um, because every minute there will be a new emerging problem. And I think this mm. Where your creativity will play a very, very huge role. Dito papaso kyan, because since you're agile, um, you are very, very proactive, your creativity will definitely play an important and vital role into solving problems, not just of your home, not just of your community, but maybe also of of your nation. And finally, you should always commit to these. Kasi sometimes, and learning ko po ito nung nagsisimula po minsan na mga panahon na, okay, let's do this because it's cool. Let's do this Mm. because it is um, easy or it is advantageous or maybe because it's going to make me look good. But the truth is, um, a one-time engagement will really make not much of a difference. It really needs your commitment into a way of life that is greater than yourself. So, kumbaga, hindi po siya one-time thing. Eh. Kailangan yung commitment mo into doing these things are are there. Kailangan talagang game ako dito. Um, mas malaki itong mission ko sa mundong ito, mas malaki pa sa akin. Kaya yung aking compassion sa aking kapwa, yung aking creativity sa pag-solve ng problems, ay ikokommit ko para makakontribute ako ng mas maayos sa aking lipunan. Therefore, making you a responsible uh, citizen, um, which is what we need, especially right now. Uh, kailangan na kailangan po natin ng maraming ganito, lalong-lalo na po sa kabataan na napakarami na po ngayon. Na last yeah. time I checked, more than 40% mm. of our population belong to oh, the, yeah. uh, the youth sector. And maybe by now, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure of the figures. I'm sure there are even more. So kung ano ang pangangailangan niyo, anong pangangailangan nila it definitely has to be represented but it has to be represented properly and responsibly.
2: Thank you so much uh Ding Dong, for that message Dear listeners so, you know compassion, creativity, commitment. You want to change the world, you know push it a little bit in the right direction, that's the formula. So thank you so much Ding Dong Dantes for joining us and sharing your experiences in the National Youth Commission, far away from acting and, <laughs> and directing. So, dear listeners, you heard Ding Dong Dantes, our special guest. This is Amina Rasul of the Philippine Center for Islam and Democracy saying goodbye to all of you and goodbye to Ding Dong and join us again next time. Bye, Ding Dong, and thank you so much for joining us.
3: Marami salamat po, and uh, good day or good night to all of you.
1: She Talks Peace is brought to you in partnership with Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. For more information, check out their website at podcastnetwork.asia and podmetrics.co.